You're listening to the Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture. Coming to you from Hawkins Labs in the Upside Down. That's the beauty of the podcast, is it's not actually live. It's like we're recording, but are we? But are we really? Are we ever really recording, or are we just always recording? 21,000 downloads say that at some point we have recorded. Yeah. That's so fantastic. Exciting. Season four is rolling. That's so many. Karen Brunson's episode's doing real well this week. Yes, I have been amazed. And yeah, a lot of positive, a lot of lot of positive response, and mm-hmm. uh, people listening. Someone said they went out and bought the book just because of the episode. Boom! So we're already That's selling. That's what books. we're here for. Hey, plural. We're already selling you books. So if other uh, people want to sponsor us. That'd be cool too. So you heard it here first, uh, plural. Uh, I sell. I would sell muffins. If anyone. That was like a muffin maker wanted to sponsor us. That sounds right. I'm just like, I was just trying to think of something in my wheelhouse and like muffins is really what came to mind. Specifically. I mean, if we're talking about your general wheelhouse, <laughs> muffins are pretty high muffins on the list. Muffins there, right? Um, um, I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, Vocal Fam, rule one about rule online one. voice teaching. Unmute your mic. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Uh, and in case those of you out there in clean feed land are using clean feed because it's still better than zoom, even after this update that's coming out, mm-hmm. make sure your mic is green, not black. That helps. It helps it, people hear you. It, it definitely it does this beautiful thing where the sound golly gee willikers. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but fun times, times. it was bound to happen eventually, like to be completely honest. It's like I said when we were talking to Karen, I didn't want to be the tech guy at the Nats conference and then have a tech mishap. Yeah. At least we had it off the air, Sarah. Now I'm just talking about it on the air. That's okay. And we're not, again, we're recording. We're not live streaming. That's the beauty. There's no pressure. It's not like, you know, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, if we don't start the recording exactly at three, then it's not going to happen. Like, That's no. true. So yeah, That's... best case best case scenario right there. That's true. That's where it needed to happen. And like, I'm not paying you money to do this. That's another thing, so no pressure, it's not a voice lesson. No, but I'm always happy to fiddle with more Windows sounds in the sound setting on a Windows computer. I've done it so much this summer, I feel, yeah. Anyway, speaking of sound settings and Mm -hmm. online teaching and all this kind of stuff, a couple of things. I want to give a big shout out to all the many clients that I've booked this week. So very grateful that that many of the vocal fam are reaching out and booking sessions. Uh, My tech package has been more popular than I thought. Uh... I still have room if you'd like to book online sessions, Vocal Fam. If you've been thinking about it, if you saw my post and you're like, boy, that seems Should like a I pretty good it? deal. Ten lessons with Perna plus a 
Audio interface, mic, XLR cable, and headphones. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do that. I've still got still some room. openings. I've, but I like it. It's also a lot of people just reaching out for one-offs, um, whether for voice or technology. Just technology. I get that because you want to feel comfortable and like it's not your first time trying it out. Someone's walked you through it before you try to attempt it with a student. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so no, had had some of those sessions already this week, and have more lined awesome. up this coming week. Um, and uh, boy, it's been, honestly, I just have to say this. And we do have a, a topic to get to today, but but um, I've had a great week. I don't know about you, Sarah. Have things calmed Good. down for you at all? No. No. <laughs> Uh, if anything, they kind of re-picked back up. All the public schools started this week, and so around Wednesday, we started getting phone calls of like, are you still accepting students? I thought my middle schooler could do this, but they can't. They can't. And I'm like, uh, well, school started a week ago, but we are. So um, I guess if you live in the Atlanta area and you're looking for a school that is in session with your children... Mount Pisgah is and still accepting and also if you want to do music we do that too and acting and art and stuff like that so yikes there's anyway. my plug all right that wasn't a very good plug no, it wasn't I, official I, I, but I liked it I but liked you know it. Um, if anyone is living in the Atlanta area hit me up we uh no I I've uh well I'm sorry you haven't calmed down yet maybe in another week uh, yeah I mean I I think eventually it'll start calming down just because there's also a point where like we, we kind of do have to draw the line of like it, we're several weeks into school and there's it would be too difficult for you to catch up. Right, um, right. So that's an issue. And then eventually, like a lot of my work too right now is just getting things ready to get off the ground with the Arts Academy. Sure. We, we pushed the start date back until like the week after Labor Day. So it, it's given me a little time, but there's just a lot to do before then and i'm constantly finding new things <laughs> so it's exciting yeah uh well speaking of new things um it was good to be back in the classroom this week good obviously masked and distanced and all that kind of stuff i saw all the emails that were like okay now y'all gotta be masked everywhere we thought y'all could go outside and take it nope Y'all keep your mask on all the time. Yeah, we started, at we that. started with a policy that said that you could be masked in buildings, but mm -hmm. you could be unmasked outdoors on campus. Yeah. The only time at this point you're allowed to be unmasked, essentially, is if you're in a room by yourself. Faculty, <laughs> faculty can be unmasked in their own office. That makes sense. That's almost your dorm in a sense. Like, it's your space. Right. Well, and I mean, so many people eat lunch on campus. I mean, you have to be able to eat somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, and of course, I mean, if they're in their own dorm room, I mean. Yeah. I mean, but I, I saw that and I was like, all right, all right, we're cracking down. Yeah. Committed to being on campus. So far, we I think we're we're doing weekly reporting of any new cases. So I think that's on Monday. I think we get a new report. I mean, I'm only saying that because it's a public website. So oh, um, yeah, we have weird rules about like knowing if 
how many people or if people have it just because of different like laws and yeah, health, privacy. Right. Well, but I mean, it's also kind of obvious when all of a sudden like someone's not there and <laughs> they're on a computer, you're pretty sure what's going on. I will say, I think most of them are contacts, not cases that I've seen. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Which well, I appreciate. And with ours, I mean, if they have any symptom, they have to, they're, they, they can't, they're, they're not permitted. So, That's I mean, us too. Every it could time be I someone listen. with a stomach problem and all of a sudden, and that, that maybe just was something bad that they yeah. ate, but they're not allowed on campus. Yeah. So every time I feel like a sneeze coming on, I'm like, No! <laughs> Hold it in, Sarah. Yeah. I mean, Pull it and it's together. And it's definitely ragweed season still. So I know. I know. It's funny. My my allergies like picked back up again this week. And yeah. I was like, this is, this is poor timing. This yeah. is unfortunate right here. Well, but I will say what a great week. Not only just being in the classroom, mm-hmm. but we had... T- I did start with both of my graduate students had their first official lessons on SoundJack. Um, Looks and, like it went well. Oh, it was great. I think they were both just shocked. Well, Sally Kay had done a lesson with us at the house yeah. with her on the back porch. But then um, uh, Mark was, I think they were, I think that it honestly, it worked better than I ever would have imagined. And I'll be honest, Sarah, mm-hmm. sitting down and playing Schubert. And then hearing someone, you know, we were doing Nacht und Träume, and hearing Beautiful. someone start singing in time. Mm-hmm. I, as much as I've sung on Soundjack, I had not played for anyone. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I like, all, I nearly started crying. Um, it's crazy. It's almost like you don't even fully grasp how much you miss that experience until you right. have it again. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was, yeah, it was just just a joy. Um, Fantastic. Well, and it looks like your performance all went well. Oh it happened. God. It worked. I wasn't able to, like, watch the actual live stream. Well, nobody was because I oh, posted okay. the wrong link. Well, there you go. Okay, then I wouldn't have even been, I should have, I should have bluffed. I should have been like, oh yeah, I was right there. But that would have been a lie. I was giving a tour, so. No, I messaged everybody after and I was like, so how did it sound? And they were like, like, it didn't play. And I was like, what do you mean it didn't play? That's okay. That is the beauty of it being online is that you can then just post the link to where it actually happened and everyone can just pretend they're watching it live. I mean, it did stream to YouTube it was just I had a problem with the stream link in YouTube uh, Studio. Mm-hmm. So for all the technology that I did figure out to make this happen, YouTube Studio is apparently I what? know how to work it, but I apparently don't know how to pre-program an event properly. Was it? Um, but were they able to see it in JPW? Yes. Good. Because the link I had sent Dr. Williams. Yeah. Worked. Good. What's weird is that's the same link that you posted online. Yep. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'll take it. Nope. <laughs> I'll I'll just roll with it. I. You know what? The important thing is that they saw it. They experienced live music making in just the absolutely safest way possible. Yeah, they did. Um, and I sent that to Alex and Christian, and uh, I've heard back from both of them. Alex, I think, just got back from vacation. Yeah. And uh, uh, he was like, oh, man, this is great. Um, so 
Uh, yeah, it was for Vocal Fam. If you've not, if you Good go to my times. YouTube channel, if you go to my YouTube channel, uh, there's a performance that Tyler Kemp, our collaborative artist, and I did, mm -hmm. where he was in his office, I was in my office, and we were both on Soundjack and Live Lab, and we sent all those signals in to one computer in my office. It was actually the same computer I was on Live Lab with, mm -hmm. and I mixed those signals all in OBS. And I delayed the audio to line up with bait mostly with the video. Um, there's, it's not perfect, uh, but uh, it's fine though. It was good enough for government work. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like I watched it and it was like, oh, this is unwatchable. Right. Um, and then we live streamed that to YouTube. Uh, it's a totally reasonable performance medium for where we are. Mm-hmm. Which and, is awesome. And uh, and as far as I know, Mississippi College was the first school to do it. Hey. And I like it. And then the next day, and this is actually what made this week so special. Okay. The next day, I had assigned Ian's best practices article for mm -hmm. online te online music lessons. Okay. And in the article, he makes a statement of like in a best use case like in a like in a in the most ideal and expert setting we could be talking about a multiple audio and video streams coming in and then being sent back out as a live stream performance and Which... i was able to look at my graduate students and say this See? is not the future this is not the present this is now in this institution's past. And that so meant cool. an incredible amount to me. Well, you know, it is sort of what has consumed your life for the past six months. I can't so? even describe it. I mean, yeah. at least since May, it's if a not lot of, late April. I was going to say, it's, it's been a lot of time and effort put into making this a possibility. Right. Especially when it would have been so easy to write it off and say, no, this just isn't possible. Right. As, as so is. many have. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I mean, we even, uh, I, I think part of what dr drove me so hard to make, make this happen was mm -hmm. that I have two recitals in my studio this semester. And, and you want to be able to make those happen. And safely. they need to be able to happen safely and mm -hmm. And not only safely for the students, safely for me, but also I'm thinking of the fact that my collaborative colleague is is having a baby next month. Well, he's uh, not. But he's not, but his wife. His yeah. wife is. And yeah, and it's got you. It's everybody involved. Exactly. It's not just about your safety. But I've also had a realization this last couple of weeks. Mm hmm And vocal fam. If you are teaching face-to-face, -face, I want you to understand something. I, I hope that you are doing so and mitigating as much risk as humanly possible by following the best advice from the Boulder study, doing things like limiting your rehearsal time to 30 minutes or less, certainly wearing masks if you are in-person indoors, uh, doing things like uh, maybe having a situation. I saw someone who was set up in their garage and the person was, the student was standing right outside of their garage. Uh, I don't know that I, that's exactly what I'm thinking of in terms of safety, but one of the things that's become sort of very clear to me in the last week is that 
in order to really invest in the technology, I think I think you have to have two moments of clarity, I'll call them. The first of which is that the only way to eliminate risk is to not sing in person in the same room as someone else. And, and the second thing, and, and you need to accept that in order to want to invest fully in the tech right now, mm -hmm. but also vocal fam. And I don't, I'm not judging you for this vocal fam. I'm just saying we are here to help. We've been trying to help. We are going to continue to be here to help. But if you're not willing to invest in the tech, the field is going to move beyond you. The tech is, technology is not going to go away. Yeah. These kind of platforms, these kind of instances of now performance, they're not going to just, we're not going to like get past, we're going to get past COVID and we are going to sing together in person again safely. But it opens up new doors. Yes. Is the thing, I mean, you have the possibility that, you know, especially I think it opens up a lot of doors for your younger kind of starting out artists. Um, just in that, like, you know, when you can't, when you're almost having to create your own performance opportunities, that if you make this investment that you and your collaborative pianist friend and maybe a composer friend can, you know, you can come together from afar and do this performance where you're not having to rent a venue. Or At least like that. when you live in the same region of the country. Yeah. Because again, with Soundjack, there are distance limitations. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you have to just realize that the only type of 100% safe music making right now is not in person. And you have to realize that the tech is not going away just because we can go back to in-person music making. And if you have those two moments of clarity, you start to realize that the investment of the time and the money on this end, the front end, is gonna be worth whatever the cost on the back end. Um, so anyway, that was just, I don't, I don't mean to get soapboxy vocal fam. And, and like I said, if you're struggling with the tech, we wanna be here to help. Um, I, 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 like I want to be here to help. I, I, I've, I've been trying to serve the community most of the summer and and um, now I'm trying to, I guess, have a little bit of profit from it. But that's always nice when you can, you know, pay for things like food. Well, but also I think many of us, you know, we were we were saying this weeks and weeks ago on the podcast for months now. I think there seems to be this weird disconnect that I still keep hearing, particularly from like school of music administrators where who were who never balked b-a-l-k-e-d mm -hmm. at the idea of students paying hundreds of dollars in graduate school audition fees or singers paying hundreds of dollars for headshots mm -hmm. or young artist application fees 
or making other recordings that we used to have to make for expensive amounts or travel to auditions we used to not even you know that was just that's part of the gig and yet as soon as we ask somebody to pay that $200 for basic audio equipment, that seems to be the line. Like that seems to be the hill that many people are saying, I'm willing to die on that hill because I don't think that investment is worth it. And I don't understand that perspective. And I'm just saying it out. I'm not saying Sarah is on the same page as me on this. I'm saying this is Perna saying, I don't get that perspective. I don't understand it. I'd like to understand it better, but I don't understand it better. And I don't think it's just that now we're in a recession, depression. I don't know what we're in economically, although the stock market is soaring. Um, I don't. I don't know. I. I don't I think, think it's a mindset shift. There is a mindset shift, and I understand that. But I also think that I, I don't know. Anyway, that, that's just me. I, I'm no, I, and I think that's a hundred percent a thing. It's funny because the issue that I have experienced more just because different levels of music making is more of just that struggle that I think happens a lot in just sort of the value of the arts. Yeah. Compared to other activities that kids can be involved in. Yes. And I think that's why it's our job to continue as an arts community to get back to the idea that why we exist, I said this in class this week too, we exist to serve the greater good, to add value to society. And too often, we have not been doing that because it's just been singing for singing's sake or whatever, actually rather than adding value to life. We should be enriching the human experience from the, from the ground up. I'm talking from three-year-olds up because music enriches the human experience. Mm -hmm. That moment that I felt this week when I was just... Schubert and all of a sudden I was like ah! <laughs> that's something we should be having people experience mm -hmm. um, there's still value to it that doesn't mean yeah. that there's not value to other styles of music I'm not just saying that like Schubert oh, is valuable yeah yeah I'm, that's not even kind of what my point was um, no I know yeah. No, we definitely see that. I, I know what your point was. I, I totally see that, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway. <laughs> Jamie got embarrassed because he, sa he said the words. <laughs> oh, he's I... been trying to be so quiet, but he's doing like little arena matches. <laughs> Vocal fam. Sorry, we, all, nice... we all love Jamie. It's a nice moment of giggle at Jamie. That's right. Um we used to just hear about Jamie. Now we got to hear from Jamie. Yeah, well, used to go to a different room, but I haven't figured out where else I can go in this house to record yeah. other than just our like main living area. That's right. Um, especially if you have an Ethernet connection. That's right. So. Okay, I want to tell a quick story today. As All if right. I haven't been it's telling. Story time. As if I haven't been telling enough stories today already. 
And forgive me, I try not to be soapboxy on vocal fry, and I feel like I've been a little soapboxy up to this time of the podcast. Um, but I want to make, gosh, am I going to be more soapboxy? It's hard to say. I'm actually really intrigued here because, I mean, I've heard said story a few times in my life now, and, you know, it slowly evolves, and I'm just curious to see. Vocal fam. What am I about to, what, what's going to happen? I would like to tell you, the fable, the fable of singer A. <laughs> All right. Otherwise known as a concise fake history of singing. All right. Once Whiskey upon a go, in a land far, far, far away. Mm-hmm. In a galaxy unknown to ours. Right. On the planet Tatooine Hoth. Oh my gosh. I can't handle it. There was a nomadic people who were just coming into their own as a society. Nice. And as societies do, they started to value group singing. It was a nomadic culture at this point. They weren't even settled into an agrarian society. But they already had singing. And while they sang together, everybody started to notice that singer A, their voice was beautiful, it was resonant, and people liked it. And since it was beautiful and resonant and people liked it, they became famous. Aye. Okay. So again. Singer A. We're in a land far, far away on Tatooine Hoth. Galaxy far away. Yes. And Singer A sings beautifully, resonant, people like it, and they become famous. I like it. And, and then there were two slightly younger singers and they kind of, they really admired Singer A. And they wanted to sing like Singer A. We're going to call these two singers Singer B and Singer C. Okay? Singer B and Singer C go to Singer A and they say, can you teach us how to sing? And singer A used words, descriptions, and exercises to teach singer B and singer C how they, singer A, became famous. So vocal family, tracking with me? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks to Singer A's words, phrases, and exercises, and ideas, Singer B starts to sing beautifully, resonant, and people liked it. That's key. Then, Singer C was not very good. 
Mm. It wasn't so beautiful. People didn't like it. It wasn't so la- uh, resonant. And people didn't like it. But Singer C really loved singing. Now, it just so happened that a neighboring nomadic tribe also had a famous singer, Singer D. They had a basically beautiful voice. It was resonant and people liked it. They became famous in their tribe. And Singer C heard about that person and they went over to their tribe and they took some, we'll call them training apprenticeship time with Singer D. And Singer C got words and exercises and ideas, phrases, from Singer D about how, to, how Singer D sang beautifully, beautifully and resonant and people liked it. And guess what? Singer C started to sing beautifully and resonant and people liked, people liked it. it. Now, Singer D, as it turns out, you ready for this? Had actually learned to sing from singer E, who was a distant, distant relative of someone else in the story. Singer E had taught singer D through words and phrases and ideas and exercises how they were taught. But Singer D had repurposed and repackaged Singer E's ideas in a way that made sense to them. And that's how they taught Singer C to get not to stink. And it's always nice. And to sing beautifully and resonant and people liked it. But you know what the craziest part of this story is? Singer E had learned to sing from singer A, who couldn't teach singer C. Now, isn't that crazy? It is. Now, in on this planet, Tatooine-Hoth, yep. that was a pretty good system. We'll call this system oral tradition. And singing was passed down through oral tradition and it was good. It was good. People yeah. liked it. Okay? That's important. Many generations later, a few people came about and they started, eventually this society developed from its nomadic origins Ooh, to, an, now. to an agrarian culture and eventually started s- settling kingdoms Villages, towns, etc., cities. And they started writing. Like, writing on paper. Mm -hmm. Probably started on something similar to like a Wookiee or something. I don't know. Um, 
Anyway, oh, okay. mm-hmm. on Tatooine Hoth. On Tatooine Hoth. Anyway, they probably had droids before they had writing, but... Mm, they're a little backwards. Let's just go with it. Um, droids are only ones and zeros, so... That's true. Really basic writing. Basic writing. But eventually they started writing words, and these descendants of singer A... Yes. And singer B, C, D, E... Their descendants started writing down their ideas and their words and their exercises. And so we'll call this method. Okay. So we had oral tradition, and then eventually we had written oral tradition that we're going to call method. Once it was organized in writing, we'll call it method. Okay? Now remember, this has nothing to do with our history of singing. This is just the history of singing on Tatooine Hoth. This has nothing to do with Earth. Nothing. Galaxies away. Right. So... They have droids. Yeah. They're not that cool. As societies progress, things like logic and reason and enlightenment start to become part of the society. Eventually, empirical study starts to become part of the society like you do... They invent things like metal and mirrors and whatever. And eventually, this one singing teacher decides, you know what would be great? If we could look inside the body of those of us on Tatooine Hoth and see the vocal mechanism. Right? Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. And so, all of a sudden, for the first time in his in in, in uh, the history of Tatooine of Tatooine Hoth, the the many 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 hundreds of years later descendants of singers A B C D and E got to see the vocal mechanism. Now, this created quite a stir because some of the ideas of singer A B C D and E didn't really line up. With what some of the things that were being seen inside the body. It happens. All right. Well, as time progressed, they started to have medicine. Okay. That's good. Like that. Medicines. Not dying is They good. started to have other technologies, like cameras, cool. things of this nature. The droids helped. Yeah, the droids probably did help. Uh, well, you know, they, they had those protocol droids, and they spoke other languages. That allowed the tribes That's to so talk nice. to each other. Oh, thank goodness. That, but that really sped things up. It did. It did. Thank goodness. And uh, so anyway, eventually, years later, guess what? What? You could even eventually have a home machine droid with a view screen. And you could type words and ideas and exercises on it, but also you could even integrate things like mathematics and other things into that home droid. That's nice. For those of us on Earth, we'll refer to this as a computer. Wow. I never would have guessed. And... As, as it had come out, as, it, as, as society developed and as, as the descendants of singers A, B, C, D, and E developed, eventually the field, the singers who had written a lot of methods, 
started talking to the medical people who were looking at the vocal instrument inside the body. Mm -hmm. And they started talking to scientists who were using mathematics to consider what was going on that made sounds uh, beautiful and resonant, resonant and people liked it. And eventually... It, it for some it created a lot of controversy because some of those oh, singers good. didn't didn't agree with with some of the things that some of the said, but also over time, it led the the descendants of singers A B C D and E were no longer guessing. There wasn't just only the oral tradition that had been passed down which still had great value there was great value to the oral tradition that had been passed down on Tatooine Hoff about mm -hmm. how to sing beautifully and resonant and people liked it but also now there were ways and 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 developments that allowed that might have allowed in the beginning singer a to not only teach singer b well mm -hmm. but maybe singer c too da, da, da. because eventually it was the ideas that singer a had that had that just been them. repackaged by singer e and d that spoke mm -hmm. to singer c of course what i'm describing vocal fam is nothing more than than really a, just a silly tale of how we sort of got to where in the world we are right now in the singing world. You don't say. But I think it's a beautiful picture of realizing that voice, I was. I, this is what I was trying to set up for PED this week. Mm -hmm. Voice is now an interdisciplinary exercise. Mm -hmm. And it's not, we can't throw out oral tradition, nor should we. Mm -hmm. We have to acknowledge science. We have to acknowledge the things we've learned from the medical community. But we ha as, as Kari's evidence-based voice pedagogy model brings us, we have to bring all those things together. And the thing that I think modern pedagogy can do for us, mm -hmm. if anything, is not that we teach better than anybody did 100 years ago. I don't think that's true at all. Mm -hmm. But as you and I posed in The Path of the Warrior, our publication mm -hmm. from last spring, yeah. knowing voice acoustics can make you a better teacher yes. faster. Yes. Well, and like you said, better able to approach different kinds of people. Not only different kinds of people, but if you have a basic framework of psychoacoustics, of voice, Mm-hmm. You can approach multiple styles from that one perspective. Which is nice. And understand the stylistic differences immediately. Mm -hmm. So anyway, vocal fam, that was nothing more than the fable of singer A. A nonsensical tale. On Tatooine Hall. On Tatooine Hall. So not Hoth. even here. Far, far away. A long, long time ago. Mm -hmm. In a galaxy. Far, far, far away. Far away, yeah. Um, of course. 
Anyway, it's like just it. a lovely little way that I like to... Because, look, I have, you know, I have students come into pedagogy who still, I think, of course, I even... You get stuck in the mindset of, like, but this is how my my person my first teacher told me how to sing so this is what you have to do right well this is the only way and i think it's even beyond that because this is not I, the mandalorian this is not the way <laughs> yeah uh, uh. but yeah that's that was good i like that oh, thank you i was pretty proud but of even it. if they <laughs> even if they come past that i think they think that pedagogy is going to be that they're going to learn the parts of the larynx yeah, and, and it's a lot more than that. And that they're going to learn how to support. Yeah. And, 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 I, I, I do think that is kind of people's expectation, which I like to give people, like, if when you're first coming in, it's not like voice pedagogy and voice science is something that you're just hearing about in high school, really. The idea, like that, does that term right. meant nothing to me coming into college? I was like, okay, this is a class I'm gonna have to take. I don't know what this is, and you know, like, and here we are, five years late, six are. years later, Sarah. Yeah, and so I think you know, if you ask around, like most people are just like, oh, I think it's just like you know, the larynx or like how to teach, and it is kind of those things, but it's yes. also more than that. And I get that a lot of times it can be. If somebody asks you, like, and I think we had a whole episode on this, like, what is voice pedagogy? And you're yeah. sitting there like, oh, gosh, like, where do I even start? Like, when people ask me, oh, well, what is voice pedagogy? And I'm just like, oh, geez, <laughs> where do I even begin? Look well, what you've done. Look what go- you've started. And it goes back on a very basic level. It's trying to put a very easy path for singer A to tell singer B what to do. Because mm-hmm. it is how to teach voice. It's you know. also voice science and just so many things. But but a very interdisciplinary exercise. Yes. That's what I try to explain. I'm like, it is it is like music and singing and teaching, but it's also a lot of science. It's art. It's mm-hmm. science. It's medicine. It's... You've got to know a little bit of everything, just enough to be dangerous. Just enough. Oh, jeez. Hopefully that's Watch not. Out. Yeah, yeah, hopefully that's not actually true. Hopefully that's not what you are. Well, hopefully that's not it at all. But uh, um, if you feel dangerous, just stop. Just take a step back. <laughs> unless you feel dangerous like like the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, like you got your leather jacket on. You're like, And you never actually dangerous. die. Then I mean, speaking of or never, like James Bond. Speaking of never dying, this is too violent for you, Sarah. Okay. But we watched the Old Guard last night on Netflix. I haven't heard of that. It's the new Charlize Theron movie. Mm. Like for Netflix, like oh, they, okay. it's a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. It's based on a series of books called The Old Guard. Uh, yeah. Based on a, a team of Eternals who can't die in, like, modern day. Interesting. That does sound really cool. It is in... I thought it was going to be a one-off. They obviously set up a sequel. That's awesome, Um, It was incredible. I kind of went in thinking, ah, this will be, like, a... It was Friday night. I thought, this will be a good, like, it's shoot 'em up or whatever Friday night action movie, you know, whatever. And we'd go to bed. We've been exhausted, you know, whatever, long week. We wanted something totally mindless. 
Yeah. And Mandy was like, if this is bad, 10 minutes in, can we turn it off? I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's no problem. Uh, And we got about 10 minutes in, and they all die the first time. And we were like, Mm. what? What? You you can't kill off your main character. (laughs) And That's then, not right. and then it, uh, we were all we were like, "Oh, whoa, what is happening?" I like it. Um, yeah, if it's super violent, probably won't watch it. But it, it is, sounds really cool. It's 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 kind of violent. Yeah, yeah. Jamie would probably like it. He probably would. Um, so he'll probably fan, watch it. He's if, been. If you're not into violence, don't don't watch the old guard. But if you're not, if you're okay with violence, you might want to watch the old guard. I was gonna say he might watch it while I'm at work one day, like if he's you know just doing case review or something. Like not that. a lot of bad language. There's a little language, you know, like some. Yeah, but, but, I can get past that. It's the violence that I'm it's, like. Uh, it's it's like, like yeah, that's why I said. I, I mean, I'm sure there is a ton of it. Like if there are people that literally can't die, like you can kill them as many times in as many ways as you want, it doesn't really matter. Right. Unless you're, you know, me. Well, at first I was like, are they vampires? <laughs> and then I was like, no, they're not vampires. I was kind of glad because had they been vampires, I probably would have turned it off. Yeah, just like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, I've, I've realized I've reached this weird point where for the most part, like, if it's a vampire show, I'm just kind of like, no. Yeah, no. Movies, uh, too, for the most part. Like, I went and saw, a few years ago, there was a Dracula movie that came out, and I went and saw that. Until until Blade comes out. Oh, my gosh, I forgot about that. Apparently, there was a new Wonder Woman trailer released today, and I haven't watched it yet. Is that movie ever going to actually be released? I hope so. I loved Wonder Woman. But, I mean, I don't know what Hollywood's actually going to do here. Well, I think it was ready to be released. Like, I think they were yes. released. They were done. Oh, no, yeah. the movie's done. It's just There's no movie theater to release it in. Apparently, a lot of them reopened this weekend because my, my brother actually texted me that he went to a movie today. Well, Tenet opened this weekend, and I want to see that badly, Maybe but I'm not going to a movie theater. It looks like Wonder Woman is... Hmm. I was trying to see if they had a new I don't know that date. they pushed... I don't know that they announced the release date yet. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been released in Belgium. Yes, Europe so has the either, virus much under control. If you're going to Belgium anytime soon, um, you can let us know how it is. Okay. I know that was super helpful. But yeah, apparently they dropped a new trailer today. I haven't watched it yet, but it's supposed to be really good. I loved Wonder Woman. I'm no, 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 no. I loved Wonder Woman. I thought it was a great film. It was film. super. Like, out of all the DC movies that have come oh. out. Whereas Aquaman was like... Aquaman was... Monday Night Wrestling. It was it was form. Monday Night Raw. Like it's in a, not in a comic book movie it's, underwater. It's enjoyable, you know. Like it wasn't. It, it's enjoy. Like you're if you go into it with that mindset, yes. you're gonna have a good time. And visually, it was a lot. It wasn't yeah. like I was blown away by the visuals, like in Doctor Strange. It was yeah. like it was just it was visually just a lot. A lot. Yeah. It's October 2nd is the current October date, 2nd. by the way. Okay. That is the current one. I mean, you know, could get pushed back again, could get moved yeah. to some sort of weird release like they did with Mulan. I like, heard a rumor that we were going to get, well, you know, you, Mulan's going straight to Disney+. Plus. That's what I'm saying. Like, they could end up doing something like that. Although, I, I have mixed feelings about Mulan. Like, 30 bucks? Did we already talk about, did we have a conversation Trolls was like 25 I think. I would pay $20. To do Mulan. 
Like, cause I, cause that to me, like, that's about what I would spend to have gone and seen it in theaters with Jamie. I think it's an incredible deal, though. Yeah, but see, you're thinking of that as a single or married person, not as a family. That's true. For if a family little... of four, it saves me a ton of money. That's true. But yeah, for me and Jamie, I'm like, that's a lot of money to see a movie that like. <laughs> this is gonna start to... <laughs> to see a movie that doesn't have um, any of I'll the make music the out of you. Yeah. It has That's really no what music. I wanted to. I really wanted. It doesn't to have singing. reflection. I know. It doesn't I know. have anything. I talked about this with Charlie. That's who I talked to this with. This. I knew. I was like, I'm having a like deja like, vu moment. Why would they not want reflection coming back? At I least? know. I love the music in Mulan. Like that's my thing. I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend thirty dollars and not get to listen to it. Like I'll just go watch Mulan, like the original. I mean, what's the other one? Da, 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 da. I'll make a man out of you. Is that I'll make a man out of Let's you? Let's get down to, to business. business. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's I'll make a man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, like, there, uh, anyway. Whatever. Some good yeah. music, some jams. I, I, that, that's surprise, particularly Reflection. I mean, that, that one, that's a good song. I know. Reflection uh, is, a, is not a jam like you're not gonna jam out to reflection no, but like it's good but it's, it's a good, good power song. ballad like yeah you you can you can sing into that have some moments i yeah i was surprised uh yeah i was surprised to see that but you know i i don't know what's gonna happen though with with all of this i mean i i'm just excited right now there, there are some good things happening this fall i mean mm-hmm. most most importantly i think i'm the I'm torn, honestly, because October to December is going to be incredible. Like Movie we're gonna we're like... gonna have a hard time covering it all, Sarah. No, I'm okay because with that. middle of October to the end of the year is both season three of Discovery yeah. and season two of The Mandalorian. Oh my gosh, I didn't actually realize that about The Mandalorian. <gasps> October, November, December are going to be packed. I'm so excited. They're going to be packed. Jamie, do you know that the Mandalorian comes back in October? He didn't know that either. Oh yeah, like goodness. late late October, I think. Day made. And then I think in the fall, Bucky Bucky Falcon opens too. Oh my gosh, stamp. I'm so excited now. You know, I mean... I'm so uh, for, excited. For, now for, I gotta but, go look at things. But forget movies. I don't know how I'm ever gonna see Black Widow. I, I don't even know... I, oh, when is it? When is it being released? I think they have a November release date. Like Thanksgiving. Let's see. I feel like I was just looking at this like... I think it's Thanksgiving. Mm, November 6th. That's right. Beginning of November. So, close. I want to see it. I miss it. When is my next release date for The Mandalorian? I don't know if they've officially announced, because the trailer... I had heard a rumor the trailer was going to drop this week, but then it didn't. Yeah. Mandalorian season. My guess is Tuesday morning we get a Mandalorian trailer. You're usually pretty right with that. Now, of course, this will have gone up after that happens... Oh, yeah. but So you could just edit your guess out. So, Nobody would fan, ever know. If you're listening to this on Friday of next week, we're recording this on Saturday. And if yeah. I'm right, if it, the then Mandalorian Tuesday, trailer comes out Tuesday. Past, yeah, the past Tuesday. Aha! You should have left it vague so you could have been like, no, I mean this coming Tuesday. <laughs> you just could have switched it to whatever happened. Just like, no, I silly. mean Tuesday the 25th. Whatever. Look at you just knowing what day days are. The 25th. 
I can't keep up with anything. My brain doesn't know. Like, I'm looking at the calendar right now, and I'm like, what, what is today? What is tomorrow? Today is the 22nd. Ah. Yeah, exactly. Ah. Exactly. Exactly. August um, has been a month. A real month. Yeah. I, I mean, which month of 2020 has not been? Oh, I know. I mean, I'm just kind of asking the question. I don't know. Can't can't even. Ah. I know that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, I need. I'm ready for summer break again. I didn't. I don't think I got summer break. Can I have a do over? Uh, I mean, can I have a do over for the year? Certainly, 2021 has got to be less calm, right? You mean more calm? Well, that's what I meant. Don't don't you say less calm? Less. What sort of statement is that? Less crazy. I'll take less crazy. I mean, Plus certainly. Crazy. Yeah, right? Right? Are there any tricks I can do to assure this? You know, like when you're a kid and you're like... You can pray, I'm, that's it. You know, like when you're a little kid and you want it to snow and you wear your pajamas inside out and backwards? Is there something I can, I can do for that for the year? <laughs> I'll, yeah, basically just pray. That's it. That's all yeah. you got. Yeah. That's all you got. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. This took a turn. <laughs> Anyway, vocal fam. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's all we watched this week. Uh, the old we didn't watch much TV this week. We've just been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, nice. Did yeah. you get? Did you catch up to this season? No, no, oh, not okay. yet. No. Um, it's it's great. I mean, it was because I mostly like have been coming home, watching like two episodes, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, good night, time for bed. Um, I'm tired. It's uh, it's. But I'm excited uh, to catch up. Yeah, no, it's good. It's it's funny because you know they released it in the spring. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting how they tied the Halloween, Halloween. competition <laughs> into the spring season. I didn't think about that. It was actually the finale. Oh. They used it as the finale of the season. I like it. I like uh, it. It was Yeah, it was cute. It was, I love the Halloween episodes. Every time we get to one of those, those and Doug Judy. Doug Judy. Doug, Doug Judy. I love it. Love it. I love that actor. Doug Judy's back in this season. He's in an episode. Good. He should be. Yeah. Always. 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 Gotta have Doug Judy. Yeah. Love me some. I love Pontiac Bandit. But that's what that's what we've been watching for the most part. Vocal fam, if you just need a good comedy, Brooklyn Nine Nine's. It's worth, solid. It's, it's a great one. Yeah. 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 It's a good choice. So we've just been rewatching, kinda catch up, and then move on to the next show. That's right. Yeah. It's yeah. it's uh it's totally worth it. All right. Well, Vocal Fam, I don't know we don't have any like I I know we have many guests coming up this season. Yeah, but, but we don't have actual recording dates with any of them. Nothing scheduled yet. Um, but uh, so, but we have like, I sort of have the plan mapped out. Um, good, good, uh, good. I, ha- I have a document on my desktop of like when I need to contact people to get back with them. Yeah, to be like, hey. <laughs> well, so many of us, so many of us in academia or school systems, we're just like, can we talk about this once the school year's rolling for a couple of weeks? I get that. I get that though, because like right now you're just kind of in survival mode of like, let me just, let me just, let me just get through this. Let me just start and let me see, see how if we can stay go. on campus. That, that's my other thing. That's that's. And where lucky, we're all like, at. it's it's as everybody. far as pushing back Arts Academy start date to like week after September. A week after Labor Day, it's nice because I can, you know, by then probably have a pretty good idea of if we're going to be in person or at home. 
Yep. Yep. Vocal fam, we wish you safe health Mm -hmm. and protection. Mm -hmm. And may good health be over your household. uh, Mm -hmm. Because that would be the saddest thing, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, Sarah, what did you have for breakfast? Breakfast was a long time ago. It was this weird, like, it wasn't a granola bar. It was like this breakfast bar. It had peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, mostly peanut butter. So and it was a cookie. No, it was It was not. And it, wasn't it was a breakfast candy bar. It was not a breakfast candy bar. Michael agrees with me. It was no, a breakfast doesn't. candy bar. I actually have the wrapper right here. But I don't want to read you the name of it because you'll make fun of it. It was a breakfast candy it's bar. Nature Valley. A breakfast I mean, candy bar. It's not a breakfast candy bar. It has nuts and peanut butter and only a little, 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 little bit of chocolate. Mm. Barely any. Barely worth noting. Shouldn't have even mentioned it. Yeah. Hardly right. worth Hardly worth mentioning. Right. All right, Vocal Fam. Well, okay. hey, it's good to be back with you. Um, yes. You too, Sarah. It's good to just be chatting yes. again after our summer hiatus and, mm-hmm. you know, what? but it was good to it's take a good. break. It was good to take it's a break. It's always good to take a break. You know, it was, it was... This summer would have been hard to process had we been recording every week, I think. Yes. Yeah. Just yes. It, yeah. It was It was good to have, you know, and we put out some episodes. We did. It's not the thing. It's not like we totally just went silent. Like, we had a few episodes scattered yeah. throughout. Just, we always take a little summer. Well, we, we always take a little summer break. Right. Usually, again, y'all aren't totally aware of it because yeah. we had all the all conference a bunch of episodes. interviews and yeah. stuff. But different world right now. Different world. But, uh. No, it's, it's been it's been it's been nice actually being back recording. It's, it has. It's, like, it's good. It's nice. It's good. Uh, it's good. Always like a chat. Yeah, and now yeah. All right, all right, vocal fam. Well, I think that's it for today. Unless you had okay. anything pressing you wanted to add here at the end. No. All right. No. Very good. Right. <laughs> Other well, than the fact that I don't eat candy bars for breakfast. Uh huh. Yeah, you do. That's pressing. Don't Jamie, go don't away. you glare at me. Don't go, I don't. Don't go away because I'm sure okay. someone wants to say hello to you. Okay. All right, vocal fam, we out. Peace.